0: Rangers are ready for opening night for the 2022-2023 season. And there's a lot of expectations this season compared to years past. I think when you look at last year, the hope was that the Rangers would, would make the playoffs. Um, and I think if you looked at predictions, if I have to think back, I'm sure there were some prognosticators that had them in, some out. Now this year, I think that it's definitely a team that is assumed to make the playoffs, which, you know, you never want to do, but I think that they're at that point where they shouldn't. If they didn't, it would be a major disappointment. And I think that in terms of the Metropolitan Division, the Rangers are still, I think, probably considered second behind the Carolina Hurricanes. And, you know, Carolina did win the division last year. The Rangers, of course, did beat Carolina in seven games uh, in the second round. But that's what we're talking about right now, is a Ranger team that is definitely considered, you know, one of the upper echelon teams in the Eastern Conference, certainly in the Metropolitan Division. Um, And it'd be great if they could win the division, but there's a lot of good teams. Uh, You know, look, the Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, the Penguins and the Capitals, speaking about the Metro, you look at them as teams, oh, when are they going to fall off? When are they going to fall off? It hasn't happened. Um, and, and so you have to respect those teams, and Pittsburgh really pushed the Rangers to the brink. And The Rangers, I they were they were very fortunate to get by Pittsburgh. I, I was more impressed by the Rangers played against Carolina than I was against uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins, so you have to respect Pittsburgh. Um, and then you know, Washington, you know, you'd expect the Islanders to have a bit of a bounce back after a rough year, so you know, but the expectation and the hope is that the Rangers can get back to where they were last year. And it's not easy, but you know, they, they lost in the Eastern conference finals to the Tampa Bay lightning. It was a series that they could have won. They could have won. Um, didn't work out. They, you know, they let it slip away and that hurts. And, you know, now, now let's look at this Ranger team this year. Let's think, let's talk about what, who left, who's here. Um, and I felt like this was something that I definitely wanted to talk about. You know, obviously along the way, you know, during certain transactions and signings and things like that, you know, I spoke about, you know, the state of the team. But now that we know the opening night roster, let's, you know, put it all into focus. Um, so the the Rangers, the Rangers lost a decent amount of players, um, none that were – it wasn't like it was unexpected. You know, all the players at the Rangers acquired at the trade deadline are all gone. So Andrew Koch goes to the ter- Detroit Red Wings. Um, Frank Petrano goes to the Anaheim Ducks. Who else? Um, Tyler Mott goes to the Ottawa Senators. And Justin Braun goes to the Philadelphia Flyers. So, you know, none of those players return. And that's not the biggest surprise. But really, I'd say the biggest departure, well, also Alexander Georgiev goes to Colorado. So he's gone. But I'd say the biggest departure, and I'm happy that he's gone. He was a good guy, uh, and, and I'd say definitely exceeded expectations based upon when he was acquired is Ryan Strom. So Ryan Strom goes to the Anaheim Ducks. So that that leaves a hole open at the second-line center position, which is fi- now filled by Vinny Trocek. So Vinny Trocek, the hope is that he will take Ryan Strom's spot, and in fact, he's also wearing number 16, and will be that center for Artemi Panarin. And look, it might take some time for them to build chemistry. It was only preseason, but I, I didn't love what I saw from Trocheck. And mind you, I think that Trocheck is an upgrade from Strom. Um, there's a little bit more bite to his game. Better on face-offs uh, than Strom, for sure. And, and just plays a, there's a little bit more of a gritty north-south style than, than Strom. Um, and so I think ultimately that's an upgrade. But – you can't underestimate that there was chemistry between Strom and parent. I look as time went on, I didn't love their tendencies and they kind of played more to the outside, didn't get to the tough areas. And so I hope that changes with Trocek, but that's sort of, that was the big acquisition it was Trocek replacing Strom. Now um, the Rangers lost, you know, forwards. So we, we, spoke about cop. We spoke about, about Vitrano, Tyler Mott, But also, you know, Kevin Rooney goes to the Calgary Flames. Um, Greg McKegg, you know, and really McKegg didn't have a big role by the end. Uh, Not at all. But, you know, McKegg was someone that played a lot last season. Uh, He goes to the Edmonton Oilers. So, and that's, you know, I think those are the main forwards that left, if, if memory serves me correct. But so there's some holes to fill there as well. And one of the bigger ones is Vitaly Kratsov. So Kratsov to start the season likely is going to play with Panarin and Trocek. So he's being given an opportunity. I have to be honest as well. Didn't love Kratsov's game in the preseason uh, for someone who really should be playing desperate, but it kind of helped because the way Kratsov's contract works is he would have been subject to waivers. You couldn't just send down Vitali Kratsov. So he basically was going to make the team, but look, um, he still needs to prove it. Like Vitali Kraftsov could very well be a healthy scratch. It won't be, but he needs to get going immediately. Um, and he's going to have every chance to do so. So Kravtsov is a key, key player in this mix. Sammy Blay is another name to mention. Sammy Blay went down last year with a torn ACL and was lost for the last, however long it was, including the playoffs. It was, what, four, or five, maybe six months that he was out for. Now he returns, but he got hurt in the last preseason game against the islanders he has an upper body injury and he's doubtful um you know for opening night versus the Tampa Bay lightning so that's not great and that's been the problem with sammy his injuries that's been a thing His, you know his, going back to st louis is he gets hurt and sammy Blay, um you'd want him in there you definitely want him in there so now that he's out now you know, that leaves room for some other players staying on the forwards, staying on the topic of forwards. So let's I guess first so there's some new guys that you know we'll talk about, but in terms of the lines, the kid line performed really well in the preseason went together, but because of some holes elsewhere, it right now it's broken up partially. So right now, Kako. Is going to play with Kratter and Zabanajad, and, and this is a good chance for Kako. If you remember, he was healthy scratched the last game against the Lightning, which was a, you know a disappointment to fans, myself included. But now you know a really good opportunity to maybe perform with, and he's played with Crotter and Zabanajad before with varying you know, varying success. So Kako's there, and I thought he had a really good preseason. Like I said, you had that Trocek with, with Panarin and Kraft sub now the third line with Lafreniere and Hedl is Broccoli Goodrow. So Goodrow, you know, third line, it's fine that he's there. Ideally, he's on your fourth line, but like it's okay. He is your best third line option at, at this point. Um, and so it it hurts the line a bit, but hopefully Goodrow can be that responsible forward and can get in there and, and can give some space to Lafreniere and Heedle. Uh, I really like the progression of Philip Hedl. I really feel like like there's a confidence there. Um, I like where things are at for him and, and Lafreniere as well. So I feel like the sky's the limit for those players. And now that, let's go to the fourth line now. So if with Sammy Blay out of the mix right now, and if he was in there, Sammy Blay might even – look, he was being looked upon as someone who would play with Crowder and Zibanejad initially. So Sammy Blay, it's not as if he's lot, he would be a fourth-line guy, definitely. But keep in mind that Blay is out. So the Rangers are going to have 14 forwards to start, including Blay. What I'll what I'll first say is that Julian Gauthier was was sent down. So Julian Gauthier, this isn't a surprise, but Gauthier is down with Hartford now. This is no, to my knowledge, since he had been traded from Carolina, Julian Gauthier had never spent any time with the Hartford Wolfpack. So this will be his first time down there. Um, he went unclaimed on waivers, and I'm not that shocked. Look, there's there, there he has there's some potential to him, but. Uh, he, he's just not an NHLer. Um, The speed is there. The size is there. Like, the skill set is there. But there's no finishing ability at all. Like, with Goche, there is no finishing ability. He really has a hard time scoring goals. Um, and he's not very responsible defensively. He just isn't. So, Goche is in Hartford. We might see him again. Also, Johnny Brodzinski was sent down to Hartford, which is where he was for the most part last year. But he did get some time down the stretch. He even played a playoff game or two. I can't remember if it was one or two in the Pittsburgh series. Um, It Might have just been one game. So we might see him again. Also, the Rangers uh, signed from the Swedish league, Gustav Rydal, who I thought performed well. I think he might be someone that's an early call from Hartford. Uh, And I actually thought that he performed a little bit better than Ryan Carpenter. So Ryan Carpenter, um, who's been with Gallant before in Vegas, um he will be in that fourth line mix uh he will likely be your fourth line center opening night and i don't know um is he an upgrade from kevin rooney remains to be seen i think there's less speed there's probably a little bit more defensive acumen than rooney but i don't don't expect anything of offense from carpenter um and i think that you might be looking at a pretty slow fourth line with with carpenter and ryan reeves so ryan reeves with the injury to Blay, I think is kind of securely in the opening night lineup. For me, I, I I would want Ryan Reeves to be a healthy scratch more so than not. So the Rangers with Blay, there's 14 forwards. So like Reeves is a potential scratch option. Even Vitali Krasnov is a, a potential healthy scratch option. But right now, you kind of have two players I think battling it out right now for that final spot in the lineup as the 12th forward with Blay out. And it's to come, it, It's between Dryden Hunt. And Jimmy Veezy. So Jimmy VZ does sign an NHL contract with the New York Rangers. So VZ returns. It's not something I would have ever thought would have happened, but he, he performed pretty well in the preseason. At this point, he's someone that can kill penalties, can ship in offensively. I think it's a fourth liner. It's okay. My fear is that Jimmy Veezy, similar to Dryden Hunt last year, they're gonna throw him into some, you know, into some different situations where he will be playing with some of the top players. That's just gonna happen. So I think VZ and Hunt in some ways, I think, are battling for time. And and I guess I I would – it's a tough call. I think I would lean VZ over Hunt initially. But I have to be honest, like I would probably rather both of them in over Ryan Reeves. Now, I understand Ryan Reeves – I feel like I always have to defend my stance on Reeves. But I think that the fan base, I think, is is starting to agree that, look, like I think – he really provides like an emotional lift and I think the physicality and the hits, they do help. And I think that it's not, he's not a complete, complete bum, but I, I just, I, I don't think that he's at, he's, I don't know. I think that his style of play, he's getting older and I think that he really needs to pick it up. If he wants to be in that lineup and contribute and, and this is what it was like he was a healthy scratch the last two games against Tampa. That does say a lot. And so I, I don't be surprised if Reeves is on the bench every now and then. But I think, I think it's probably between VZ and Hunt when the, when the Rangers play the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, that would be my guess. I think they feel comfortable with Carpenter as the center. Reeves is Reeves, so I think he'll be in there. So I think it's VZ or Hunt. And I, I kind of think VZ has the inside track. I think the Dryden Hunt will probably be the healthy scratch if I had to guess. So that's your forward situation. I don't love the fourth line. Like, I feel like if they stay healthy, it's a pretty good forward unit. But I I don't love the fourth line. But I guess if Blaze in there, it could be okay. But I think that there's a little bit of a depth issue. I think you have some good options out of Hartford. And I think that the young kids should improve. So overall, the forward group, pretty good. Top heavy, but really, I guess, should be three solid lines. But the right wing slot, like the right wing position is weak. It is. Center is pretty good. Left wing is very good. But right wing, you need Kako to perform, Kraftsov, you know, and right now you kind of have Goodrow over there. And I think Sammy Blay will be there. So that's the forward situation. Now, defense. Defense, you know, you're locked in. It, it, it it's a very similar look to last season um, in terms of you have Lindgren with Fox, Miller with Truba. That's a very good top four. And then Braden Schneider returns in his customary third pair, right, right side role where it's different. Now, Patrick Nemeth is out. Um, he got traded to Arizona uh, salary cap move uh, and it had to be done. So Nemeth is gone. It didn't work out. Nils Lundquist was traded to the Dallas Stars. So, you know, he was kind of blocked off um, because of really Braden Schneider's emergence. Um, it kind of took Lundquist out of the equation. So the Rangers got a really nice haulback for him. So he's now in Dallas. And Justin Braun, like I said, he's with the Flyers now. He was really the one that was getting uh, most of the playing time with Schneider in the playoffs. So now... Zach Jones plays a key role and I like Zach Jones game. Um, Zach Jones now is your third pair left side defenseman with Schneider. I I do feel like that they will get sheltered ice time. It's tough. I mean, Jones and Schneider are young and pretty inexperienced. So I think they're going to lean hard on the, on the top four, but I really hope it works out with Zach Jones for a couple of reasons. Hey, I think he deserves it. I like, I like he's had good preseasons. I'm somewhat optimistic on what Zach Jones can be. And I think that Jones and Schneider's skill sets complement each other nicely. It can work. Um, But I don't know if the coaching staff will trust them enough to keep it that way. Here's my fear. Your seventh defenseman is Libor Hayek. The Rangers' defensive depth is not great. You know how I didn't love the fourth line for the forwards? I didn't, but I do feel like you can even dip into Hartford and make it work. You really can defensively you really can't what's interesting is uh Jared Tenorti was claimed off waivers from the Chicago Blackhawks now I'm not a big Tenority fan at all but the Rangers are like he's gone uh, I did not expect him to be claimed but he was the he's now a Chicago Blackhawks so Tenorti is not even in the mix in case you felt like he might because you know I think that you know I think they probably would have wanted him as defensive depth but he's gone now and so the Rangers had a uh, you know, veteran he's, you know, I think he's 34 years old. Matt Barkowski was on a professional tryout. They released him from that tryout. I wonder if maybe he'll get a chance at Hartford, but it, it's really thin. Um, there's Andy Walensky uh, who's got some NHL experience was on the Anaheim Ducks, but Libor Hayek is your seventh defenseman. Like that's okay, I guess. But I, to me, he's more of like an eighth defenseman. The bad that he's, it, it's kind of crazy. The bad that Libor Hayek is still with the Rangers is quite remarkable. Like I, I just, they're really trying to hold out hope for him, and so I do have a fear that if Zach Jones struggles, Haia comes in there, and I, I don't, I don't love that. I really, if Zach Jones can pan out, that's a really nice six defenseman. But you, you need depth, and I think they're going to have to address that at some point. There's no question that they're going to have to somehow do it. But the Rangers have a really tight cap situation. That's a huge thing. The Rangers are just, just under the cap. It's close though. And so they might have to get rid of – look, like Dryden Hunt and Jimmy Vesey, Yeah, I mean, even Ryan Carpenter, some of these depth forwards, Kratsov, um I think ideally, from a cap standpoint, they would want to go with 13 forwards, but I think there's so much unknown that they don't want to lose anyone. I think they want to have options, and so they have 14 forwards, but that might change the 13 rather quickly. The blandry kind of factors into this a little bit, but the, from the defensive side – it's, it's steady. Luckily, they were healthy last year, and that's going to be key. If, if they sustain key injuries defensively, that could be a problem. So I think the Rangers need to address that at some point. And then the goal is, of course, Igor Shosturkin. Um, Can he replicate what he did last year? It's going to be tough. He was really sensational. And now Yaroslav Halak's the backup. We'll see how that goes. Halak has been a solid goaltender in this league. His play has slipped in recent years. Um, I think it's he's better suited for the role than Georgiev. Georgiev, look, there's, he, he has hopes of being a starting goalie in this league. Do I think he will be? I don't know. But Georgiev, you know, he's young. Georgiev technically is actually younger than Shostorkin. And I don't think Georgiev was really right for that backup role. Halak, he knows, you know, he knows what it is. He's older. Like, so from that standpoint, it's good. And plus he's cheaper than Georgiev. So all that's good. But I think Halak, I don't know. Um, we'll see how he does. Um, it almost reminds me of like, maybe like Marty Biron at this stage in his career where you might get some good action out of Halak, but it, you know, when it gets bad, it could slip quickly. So we'll see. Louis DeMang is, is your third goalie. Um, which for a third goalie is, isn't horrible. You know, it's kind of like when the Rangers had Keith Kincaid for a third goalie, you know, you hope it doesn't get to that point, but if it does, you know, I, I suppose DeMang could supplant Halak if it really got bad, but, uh, yeah, you know, Rangers are in decent hands goaltending wise. Of course, with Benoit Allaire, uh, with being the goalie coach for all these years, you you feel pretty good about that, definitely. But this is, you know, it's a pretty strong Ranger roster. The Rangers lost a decent amount of you know forward depth pieces that are, that are going to have to be replaced. The kids are going to have to step up. Kratsov's key, um, and you know, I I think you know Trocheck. You hope he's an improvement over Strom. He's going to take Strom's spot on the on the first power play unit. So um, you know, Jacob Trouba's captain. Uh, you know, it seemed like the team was really on board with it. We'll see what that does. I'm not the biggest Jacob Trouba fan, but also understanding that he is a, he's an important player in that lineup uh, and provides a different element than some of these other players. So excited for the start of the season. That's you know your your New York Rangers uh, 2023 season preview. Um, and I, I, expectations have increased and this is, this is a team that should definitely make the playoffs. And this is a team that should be up towards the top of the metropolitan division, but it's not easy. Um, and the magic that we saw last year, early on, you hope that that can happen again this year, but look, teams are going to be ready for the Rangers. Now, if they, if they took them lightly before, they're not going to now. So. Um, this is this is a, a big year for the Rangers and are they gonna be able to get back that conference final with a chance to avenge what was a you know a, a tough finish against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Will they have that opportunity? It won't be easy, but I think that this team is capable of getting there.